0: The <music>
1: Sunday Fun Day. Yeah. Welcome back to another episode of Cut Different. Hashtag Cut Different on all streaming platforms and all social media networks. Or mm-hmm. platforms, should I say platforms? Platforms, That's man. You a, know, and streaming service. And streaming them. services. We be I'm learning the wordplay. You do the shit better than me. I don't but, know why but you, you but you
0: always me. take the lead on it. So I want to. No.
1: I always want to intercept. Because <laughs> we didn't talk about it, so I, ain't, I like hey. Cause I I really hate doing. But you do but you do a, a good job at it, so we're gonna stop the flow, man. I think I'm a stronger anchor. Like I know how to close the show. Okay, Will Ferrell. Even though Lilo closes the show three times, closes, Every episode He closes.
0: He <laughs> gonna least attempt to close it out at least by three times yeah. every episode. I'm like what is it? Why is he closing the show? We to close. This is not the prompt for us to close yet. Yeah,
1: Lilo, you ain't shit, bro. You my dog though. We are. Right. You all right? I ain't got no leash for you. Let's go. Let's go it can't be my dog not no leash. Nah, It's you can't, illegal.
0: Nah, he can be loose.
1: <laughs> he a loose dog. He's jumping the fence. Man, you wild. <laughs> shout out to Lilo shout and, out, shout and, out. and Nicholas Cage. Nick, young Nick. Yeah, he out Nick there. Nick Savage. <laughs> I think they out there uh, uh, trying to find a football jersey with their favorite player. Ain't it a little, little suspect? To what? To uh, where do name on your shirt? N- n- nah, man, it depends. You talking that's about like, a jersey? That's different. But if you just got a nigga T, t- shirt, and you got this, the, the
0: nigga name on the back just for no reason, I don't know. You know what I'm saying on the front. Mm. <laughs> you know, so I it, don't know. It depends. But like, technically though, everything that you wear, you got some nigga name on you. Yeah. <laughs> Polo Ralph. <laughs> I love Ralph. <laughs> We both do. <laughs> like, yeah, shout the rap. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, man. So yeah. we all guilty of it, but I mean, I think what's funny is that when you see people in the Super Bowl and their team is not there, and they buy the jersey of the teams that's going to be in the Super Bowl, like you don't like neither one of those teams. I ain't never heard you say nothing ever. Now all of a sudden you got a Kansas City jersey. Yeah. Now you like Patrick Mahomes, which is your know, divine right, but you know people be stunned. A lot of betting is gonna to happen today too. A lot of betting is gonna to happen today.
1: A lot of people gonna bet. It's gonna be a lot of pissed off people today. Mm-hmm. I don't like this new style of betting. They betting with bigs and mm-hmm. all this stuff. It ain't no new style. I just, I'm not, I'm not that kind of dude. Yeah. I just want to say who won, who yeah. I think will win.
0: Yeah, I've never been a gambler. I've never been that type of person where gambling has really been something that really caught my attention because yeah. I ain't got time. I work too hard for my money, basically. You know, but some people like the thrill of, it. like Michael Jordan, for instance. I say he loves gambling. They say he's very competitive too. So, you know, it just depends.
1: Yeah, I, I I can feel that. I look for competition in everything I do. Everything I do, I always look for competition. So the black the blackjack table, you, you, if there's a competition, you, you roll two? Yeah, yeah. Like I if do you like call blackjack. Me out if you call me out and I'm just standing there yeah. and I don't even know how to play the yeah. game. I'm going play it like niggas. Man,
0: Blackjack, cool, man. Blackjack, cool Black fun. Now, I did play Blackjack when
1: I went to Vegas. I love Blackjack. Blackjack is 21? Yeah. Yeah. That was I'll cool. I'll take my chance. And I
0: played, you know, that little poker going on, I played a little bit of poker, I don't play Texas only.
1: I need to learn how to play poker.
0: Poker's cool, but it's more, it's more, to me, psychological than it is anything else. And more of this body language, too. But people do pay attention to the little things to see if you bluff and if you really got some, if you don't. They pay attention to how you, if you're calling, if you, you know, raising it, you know. They pay attention to it and knowing, okay, we see your pattern. And they'll go based upon that. It. It's very
1: strategic, man. It's hard to call my bluff. I've played gangster for, for years. <laughs> 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 I convinced everybody in the street that I was a gangster.
0: <laughs> yeah, you do. I was now, not. Now, I will say, looking at you, you didn't say nothing. You didn't open your mouth. And you said that then you can give out that persona of, of being one of them OGs, type cats.
1: Yeah, I ain't. You ain't I mean, one. no. Where you from again? Huh? Where you from again? Where I'm from? Mm-hmm. What you asking me where I'm from for? That is huh? a simple question. Where you from? You asking me where I'm, what said I'm from, blood? Nah, we ain't talking about Chris Bobby. <laughs> we ain't
0: talking about, boys, the hill. we talking about where you from. Where you, where you from?
1: Duval County.
0: Okay, say it again.
1: Duval.
0: How do y'all say, y'all always say Duval. Y'all say Du...
1: I'm sleeping. Nah, go ahead and say, do it. Do the call. You I, I have, have it. it in me? You got it. Go ahead. I'll tell you something only natives know. This the banging where we hang What's that? That's that's Duval. Duval. Banging where we hang This Listen, Duval, I will say when I
0: went to school, I, I went to school down in Tallahassee. And when I was down there and I went to the clubs... Of course, there was a lot of cats from the line that was down there, because a lot of people from Georgia as went to school down there. It was HBC down there. It was Florida State down there. FAMU, shout-out to FAMU. Shout-out to Florida State. Florida State. <clears throat> but anyway, there was a lot of people down there. So, of course, in the club, you know, they're playing the music, the different regions and stuff like that. So, of course, you got that line of people down there. It was a few Midwest cats, Chicago. It was a few West Coast cats, California, Cali was out there. But who was in the clubs heavy was Miami. Mm-hmm. which Miami cats is cool they was real cool they was all about from what I seen was just to pull something they laid back they were laid back smooth with the city yeah, boy yeah. City. City. you know Navy what I'm saying
1: County. all that you know what I'm saying They smooth. Liberty on. City all them cats down there you get to the ratchet boy Jacksonville Jackson, do- Duval
0: but when, <laughs> when you heard the, when the crump music came on you seen them cats with them dreads on saying Duval and they were deep and let me tell you something about them boys they wanted smoke too. Yeah, they all, wanted they wanted smoke. And guess who I seen them going and get with? Miami Cats. Out of all the people who they were head bumping heads with, it wasn't Atlanta. It, wasn't a, it was Miami Cats.
1: Miami always felt like we were in Florida. Mm, I never knew that. Yeah, yeah. They always felt like we weren't part of, uh, of the sauce. Of but y'all definitely Florida though. It's Florida, Florida. Oh, oh, yeah. Y'all Florida, Florida. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Caggy shorts and shoes with no socks on. Mm-hmm. That's us. All day, yeah. yeah I see some cowboys out there too. They're yeah. ready. They they're ready for war. They don't care. Oh, yeah, yeah. They like that. They like and definitely. Part of the reason that ran me up out of there. I got tired of going to funerals. Oh, for real? I got tired of going to funerals, losing people, yeah. feeling like there ain't no hope. You know, Tupac was our thing. Yeah, we was hopeless.
0: Was there a lot of opportunity for black folks to thrive
1: out there, as far as jobs and stuff nope. like that? Was it more catered, you know, to? Nope. I don't want to party when niggas celebrating eight and ten dollar, uh, ten dollar hour jobs. What? Yeah, when people was visibly making more than that. We was happy, we were shift leaders. That's you thing. know what I mean? That's, that's, that's the pinnacle for us at the time. You know, we, we didn't see past that. I knew dudes that didn't leave their side of town. Wow. Not they, not just like how you can move around up yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, if you're off 27-month that's where you at. You got a corner store. You got the, lady that, mm-hmm. the booster lady that comes sell clothes to to the trap boy. Mm-hmm. You ain't got to leave your street unless you're going to pay your light bill. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm with Unless you're way. going to the club. Unless you're going to take a trip like you loading up on weekends, mm-hmm. like you're going out of town. Mm-hmm. Everybody all green. Mm-hmm. Like, Yo. <laughs> like we got motion. We we finna go to the mall. Who coming? Like we going somewhere far and deep. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that's it. That was that was like the the, the sense of hopelessness was just there. Wow. Like we ain't having nothing. We ain't had nothing. That's I mean flipping it, it, your your draws on the other side to win the next day. So let and me ask. Of so let me ask you a question. So, did you
0: felt like you was able to grow once you was able to remove yourself from the environment that you had grown up in all your life? Did you was you able to grow? Was the fear with leaving? You know, knowing that I I gotta find something better or I wanted something more for myself. Talking to white
1: people. You didn't talk to a lot of white people. It was a lot not, growing not. up. It was like nah, you know. You ain't really conversable with white folks like that. I didn't. Uh, it was the seventh grade, the first time I had a whole conversation with somebody white. For real? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, the first time. First time, and he had my back. I was about to get jumped into the, uh, a white dude named Cheese. <laughs> he had a screwdriver, and I had a gun with no bullets. <laughs> you gonna piss whoops off? No, I will just go flash it. Oh, you gonna stop? You gonna pull something? <laughs> And he met me in my locker, and he was like, I got your back, G. That's what's up. And and that was what I I think at the time they called me Smoke. Yeah, I think he called me Smoke. But that that was, like, my exposure, like, being around white teachers, staying after school, hearing their conversation. I'm like, you mean it's bigger than this? The world is bigger than what I know. You talking about a kid that came from the project, first interaction I ever had with white people was being thrown on the hood of a car. Oh, that's deep. You know what I mean? For wearing a Malcolm X hat. Yeah. Oh, wow. A gift my mother gave me for my, my birthday. I think I was like 11 or 12. And, and I got thrown on the hood of a car. By a cop, right? By a cop. Okay. You know what I mean? Sitting outside of a grocery store. You know what I mean, and 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 that kind of like that. You know, I was at the stage of like development, so my impression of what I was seeing on TV already, and it was solidified by that incident. Oh, for real yeah, In an early age. Actually, I think I was ten. Oh, that's that's even the butcher about it. It did. Man. Yeah. So did you carry your trouble for that, at that yeah. event? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like white people. I didn't like white people, and I didn't like cops. Based by the interaction. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and that that kind of like, it drove me. I already came from a family that, that didn't like white folks. A grandmother that, that said yes, sir, to a 17-year-old kid. If he was white, it was always yes, sir. You know what I mean? Like, we we my family was like that. We was the bottom. You know, it's crazy that you break that up. That experience, because I remember as a kid,
0: Even in certain places, even though people thought that because MLK was alive and Baca Bessa did what he did, that the whole segregation thing was over with. But people were still kind of segregated to an extent. I can remember as a kid being five or four years old and going to a restaurant where people was picking up, black folks picking up the food at the back door. Yeah. And the white people was going to the front. Like, I never seen no white folks. And I remember asking why no black people go to the front. And the response was more of a, you know, just that's just the way it was. Yeah. But not knowing until later yeah. on that there was a deeper history with that. Yeah. And so, you know, it just
1: lets you know that it was really real. Yeah. It was real. And going to, like, welfare offices with my mother and seeing, like, just a bunch of black women in there, mothers that was in there. And then a white couple would come in together. Like, here I am. I gotta hide if my mama had a boyfriend or a husband, mm-hmm. his clothes had to be in my room. No pictures, no, yeah, none of that. Mm-hmm. Because if, if the inspection people came from the state to see if we, how we was living and who was in our house, um, in our apartment, if a dude was there, we, my mom would lose her voucher. Mm-hmm. so she had some a significant other she had to hide it meanwhile they can walk in with somebody and have paperwork of their marriage license that we they need help but we had to hide the fact like where do you think all these babies coming from and I've seen that happen
0: not just in the United States but you're saying this incident but I've seen this happen in other parts of the world where they operate just like that yeah Absolutely in Israel they do the same thing. Really? Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Let's see. And that's crazy. Yeah. But the pressers they always press on us though. Yeah. All over the world. They press us. Now one thing I will say, Israel, what they will do is that
0: if you're a parent and you're living off of like government assistance or whatever, they have a fund that they do give the parents, the single parents, like a check. It's like child support. But they ever find the father. who can prove that the biological father is of that child who they're supporting the government supporting. They will make the father, the biological father, responsible having to pay that back like it was debt, like a loan. Yeah. And they shut. And the thing is, it's deep over there because you can't travel if you're in debt. You can't leave the country. That means you're stuck in Israel until you clear your debt, or you made some type of arrangement. Your that arrangement.
1: It's deep like that. Yeah, they do that here. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get your passport if you're in debt on child support. But not even just child careers? support, but
0: not even just child support. Oh, but what you owe you the, the government? You know, the government, period, oh. in debt, period. It could be a credit card, it could be a cable bill that's outstanding. And if you don't pay that, you they can shut you down and lock you up and have it where you cannot leave the country. That block you.
1: Wow, they don't play other that. countries do stuff like that. That that could make sense from a governmental standpoint. And also what like Europe does when it comes to like child support like if you're deemed to only be allowed to pay like five hundred mm-hmm. or a thousand dollars a month mm-hmm. if you're doing that for one kid and then you have another and you get on child support that five hundred or a thousand dollars a month is split between the two now mm-hmm. and then the third is also split mm-hmm. you know what I mean mm-hmm. they don't like like no, over add down here. To it. yeah like over here if you paying five hundred for this one, you, pay you 500, paying five hundred for, that. for the other one. Yeah, like yeah. that's crazy. Like that's crazy. where are I' supposed to live?
0: And they don't care either. They do not care. It just that's why you got some people that feel like the system is not made for men, and that is made to favor women in in that regard. Um, I, you know, is there an instance where so they got some fathers not supporting their child and need to do it and they're forcing them to do it? Absolutely. But you got some that use that as a tactic too. As a way of being able to either mess your life up or to make their lives better, where they don't have to do nothing.
1: There's no the the child support system here isn't governed. It's not. The buck stops at at the the whoever the head supervisor is in the office. It depends on whoever they feel like. It depends. On They're the ones you. in charge. Mm-hmm. Going to child support court is just those people there. Rarely do you get to go like go in front of a judge and like. Let them let him hear your case. Like, they, they don't really do that with child support. In some cases, when you, like, doing custody battles and stuff mm-hmm. like that, or or you, you don't push your case to a judge or something like that, for most part, the shit is settled in that office. Mm-hmm. And if it's settled in that office, nothing you can do. Because you got a bunch of bitter, broken women running those offices. You know what I mean? Or somebody that don't like us. mm mm-hmm. So you 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 fighting against that kind of stuff, and that's wrong.
0: Yeah, and that's why it's so important too when we talk about in the podcast to make sure that you make sure that you having a child with someone who you can really, regardless if y'all don't work or not, this mature that has a good enough character where y'all can be able to work that out. Yeah, let's settle. This. Let's settle that out, and you know, do because everything doesn't have to be going to the to the system. In fact I think majority of things don't have to go to the system. Not at all. And people just know how to talk to each
1: other, work together and compromise with each other. Yeah, it's not it, criminal. It's not yeah. Why why are we going through this? And if you happen to have a child, men and women, because again, the fastest growing group uh, um, domestically mm-hmm. is um single fathers. It's been like that for over ten years. Like we're we're growing. And I'm saying we're because I was one. And there's no, there's there all the love that's given to women when it comes to that regard. It's not reciprocated on the end of like fathers.
0: You know, fathers are, the uns- I call the unspoken heroes. The mm-hmm. ones that you never hear nothing about. No. You know, the ones that you never hear nothing praise about. You know, the problem is with men, we just learn to accept, not getting that recognition of being... The the role that we play, you know what I'm saying. But in in that regard, we they celebrate it. We, we celebrate it at all. We're not, but we should be celebrated though more often. I believe yeah. you know just as much as women want to be celebrated, what they do and rightfully so. I'm not saying that they don't deserve it, but men definitely do too. Especially ones that are that's there, that's protectors, that's providers, that's leading examples of of, of what a man's supposed to treat and how to run their household. You yeah. feel what I'm saying. Um, versus the ones that's just being bums that think because I put one in a woman that means I'm a father and you ain't took on the role and the responsibility and the action.
1: You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we live in a feminine society, a feminine uh, empowered society. Mm-hmm. Like we're the last on the totem pole, and I think because of the powers that be, because a lot of them are pieces of shit, mm-hmm. they allow that to be 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 our narrative mm-hmm. because they know how much they owe. And they feel like, well, if you don't messed up, you know what I mean. I don't know what they're really thinking, but in my opinion, I think because it ain't nothing for them that's empowered mm-hmm. or our, our 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 opposers to be empowered and feel like I'm just saying it straight. And white boys, they already in positions where they can provide. You know what I mean? Without a problem, without an issue, no problem at all. You're being set up. Yeah. So when they go through divorces or, or, or breakups and stuff like that, it's nothing for them to like shoot a $1,000 a month to a woman they did bad or uh, $2,000 a month when they only did somebody dirty and they don't moved on with their life because you can always get a job. You can always provide you well, can always know somebody some know somebody
0: yeah. that can get them into a job that get paid decent money yeah. might
1: be some physical labor but they do it yeah you're on the other side of the game so that means that you don't have the struggles that we have so it's easier for you to do things and make things happen with us it's it's a struggle the Every- ones that can provide we working over ten hours a day having to constantly prove yeah that we have a position that we deserve to have this position yeah. So, so you know, even when you try to, I've I had a couple times in my life before I was even in involved in 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 the system like that, in the child support system, where I tried to like rally a group of like guys together and you know black men together and say let's fight this. This is this is hurting us more than 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 the police brutality and 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 all this the, all these injustices that we go through. We're starting this is affecting us a lot. Because one, if you can provide, you're providing in a way that you're not, you're absentee. Mm-hmm. So we need to fight a system that says, hey, we're going to take you out of the household completely. We're going to remove you financially. And if we remove you financially, that means we can lock you up. That means that if, if we got you out the household, that means that we're in control of your kids. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't understand the paperwork when you sign your kids up for public school. Your kids, if you try to go to a school 30 minutes before they get out of school, as a parent, in most cases, they're not even going to let you get your kid because you're interrupting the way they run things. They will tell you, no, you got to wait these 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I got to be somewhere. And I'm here to pick up my child. You telling me no? It's my child. Does my child have right to be able to get my child whenever I want to. Period. Damn. But they tell you, hey, nah, you can't do that. That ain't yeah. the way we do things. It's crazy. It's crazy. Like who? Who you talking to? You better go get my child. You better get my child now. Yeah. Don't have me at the fool. Yeah. But they'll tell you no, and a lot of us are subjected to that. Like we'll will <laughs> Or we'll accept take it. it. Take, it, straight yeah, to we'll take it to the face. To the face. We we'll take it like no, nah. no, nah, player. They ain't gonna. I can't. I, I don't subscribe to that. Yeah, but that's that's how they do us a lot of times. And like, our rights concerning our children, concerning uh, our well-being in this country, are often stepped on. And you know how how a lot of the narratives, like if you pay attention to social media, and mm-hmm. they say they always bringing up quotes like Malcolm X quote, the most unprotected is the black woman. I was like, I ain't I ain't never in my life throughout history. Or, or paying, throughout my life and paying attention to history ever seen a bunch of black women hanging from trees a bunch of black women being like beat on and stuff like that I seen a bunch of black men being hanging from trees I seen a bunch of black men being treated bad and hosed and stuff like that you know it was always a speckle of women here and there but for the most part I always seen black men being like like damn Y'all doing them like that?
0: A lot of black women was going through it too in their own way, you know. Oh yeah, you know the you raping the and you know if you get raped, you getting beat. Yeah. So you know they went through it too, and then
1: having to. That's that's a trauma into itself. Yeah. I don't want to I don't want to even scoop past that. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't want to scoop past that. That's
0: that's, that's huge. You got to think a lot of especially when you look at back in the Creole and a lot of Creole history and stuff like that. You know, a lot of them black folks down there were just mixed, um, mixed with French slave masters. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can't sit there and tell me that they loved your great-grandma unconditionally. Well, at the end of the day, they were still valuing, and look up his property. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it was that privilege of thinking that the slave masters would say y'all was better because of what the blood that they pretty much I put in you. Yeah. And, and then because of that, then you get some type of better privilege. But at the end of the day, you still was never
1: to my level. Yeah. Yeah, we, they, they was never to that, you we know, on both sides of it. No matter how much you love Master or how much you love. Or how fair your skin may yeah. be. Yeah. Yeah, you, you, you still, still was, wasn't that. You still was a nigga. <laughs> At the, end of the day. Man, fast forward to the day. No matter how many degrees you have, no matter, no matter what kind of car you drive, mm. no matter what your house looked like. No matter your income status, you can be Jay-Z, Oprah, Michael Jordan. It don't matter. You still a nigga. LeBron
0: got proven that a couple of years ago. They When he went to L.A., when we first got to L.A., man, went, people went to his house, sprayed nigga on his shit and everything. Mm-hmm. And you a billionaire.
1: In a gated neighborhood. In the gated neighborhood. So that let you know that if they want to touch you, they can touch you. Somebody out here in this million-dollar neighborhood was still that ignorant. A lot of people think that some black folks black folks coming into their neighborhood bring down the property value. Yeah. To them. To them. Real shit. To them. And we do to them all the time. You you got that that going on out here. That means that this million dollar home is now worth six hundred and fifty. Why? You know, <laughs> Ray right Ray has yeah. Ray, Ray Ray moved in. Yeah. Ray Ray
0: has freaking
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's like, I'm how, laughing because the shit is funny to me. Yeah. You have to. You can't get so mad about. It's just comical.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's it's, it's crazy how how we we are treated in, in all over the world. Like we don't matter. You, I will say this.
0: You are right because I have seen racism in a lot of different places that I've been to. I will admit to that. But I will say some levels of it is more. I I know this is crazy me even saying this, but it's... Not as bad compared to what I've seen over here.
1: It's more of a glass ceiling outside the country. Mm-hmm. You know, they just know, okay, only white people can have car locks. That that just means that you don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. It's already systematically set up, mm-hmm. so you already know where you can and can't go and what right. you can and can't do. Right, right. Over here, mm-hmm. dude, it can be somebody that makes $5 an hour that, that treat you like. <laughs> that shit. No, nah, it makes me so mad. Like, you don't want to
0: sell me gas? No, nah, not even that. But <laughs> what I'm you, I've seen people, I've gotten out of my car going into a grocery store. And I see someone get out and they car, I ain't trying to be funny to compare cars, but their car look shitty.
1: Yeah.
0: and got enough nerve, they see me want lot to lock the door and hit the horn. Like, yeah. <laughs> I want that shit.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
0: It's funny, man.
1: Or well, clutch their purse on. Clutch their purse, like I don't want
0: none of your
1: money. Yeah, and you know the worst part of that is is, that? is like it ain't only just them anymore. Is is when you walk past a car and you see a black a black woman or a black man in there and then they lock the door on you.
0: Oh, I had it happen to me too. My own uh, not locked it on me. Quit. I'm what like,
1: did? what you think I'm gonna do to you? You see me coming out the store with a bag. Well, I, I understand that today's time, you can't tell who's who. But you did that simply because I'm a black man. And and whatever the, the narrative is about us, you're going to lock the door on me.
0: But you're a bit black man.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but I... Ain't... You see, if you,
0: if you had a baby face, you would... Hey. I'm being dead serious. Yeah. I've seen when other relatives, relatives of mine, light-skinned, you know, slimmer... Have more of a, and I'm no disrespect, more of a softer look compared to me.
1: No facial hair.
0: You know, or, or, or the facial hair is neat <laughs> compared really, to mine. Yeah. You
1: know, and shit, they don't get them locks that click, click, click. Yeah. You if know, if I ain't smiling, get a smile. If I ain't smiling, <laughs> nobody's uncomfortable uncom- nobody's around me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got to be a cheesing black man. Yeah. In order for you to feel comfortable. I got to make jokes. You got to grin. Yeah. I I got to be super polite, super intelligent mm-hmm. in order for you to like me. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not fair. Like I might not feel like smiling today. Don't have no. That don't make me a criminal. I had no uh, no rap music blasting. either. Oh, no. you pull it up in the parking lot. Yeah, do what I used to do in my twenties. <laughs> I used to blast Soul Food album every time I pass. Pull up to, <laughs> to to white people.
0: <laughs> Why? Why would you do
1: that? <laughs> Let him know I was here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah. That was the only way, that was the most effective way you...
1: <laughs> yeah. He said, yeah. But, but you know, at the end of the day, I think we all, as I got older, I mm-hmm. think we all fell into this, 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 this these assumptions mm-hmm. about each other. Mm-hmm. These stereotypes. Yeah, because now, older man, I got white friends. I got Asian friends. I got Spanish friends. What about yeah. real
0: closest friends I got is white. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it, 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 you learn as you get older, individuality is really key. It ain't everybody. It, it cause I have some Because I've been treated, too, some of the worst treatment I've had. It's been done by my own, too, you know, as far as some comes down to certain things. So, you know, color doesn't make it where you're right. Or it doesn't make it
1: where you wrong. It's all based on individuality. We all been bamboozled by, mm-hmm. by by what the narrative they pushed on 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 us about like the stereotypes and shit like that. Like we ain't we ain't what they said. We You can't you can't blank make blanket statements about any gender or any race. You unless you, unless you deal with the thing head on face uh you know
0: uh, uh you know face to face. Mm. You know, and then you have to have a right to have a judgment because you dealt with it, you encountered it. but That person. That person, but not mm. the whole group. Yeah. Because like you said, that being, that that'd that that be like you going to a restaurant and you had an experience where you went and ordered a burger and the burger is terrible. Now you think all burgers are terrible. No, that one establishment may have had a terrible burger, but that doesn't mean the other places that make them doesn't mean it's not at the park or it's not good. Or or just that day. Or oh, like that, that day. That person.
1: Right. The cook. Yeah. Is yeah, that the does
0: cook. play a back there. You know play. who to cook. Yeah. I know a certain place I went to, especially Jamaican restaurant, who to cook back there. Who cooked? Yeah. Yeah, them
1: oxtails ain't
0: quite tender. You're right. You could tell it you look a little different I at mean. that who back there. Right what's yeah. calling back there?
1: Yeah, there's things I like about everybody and every race. And and I, I especially love how it, how everybody but us sticks together. There's there's a system that's been set up for a long time in most races, that's just there.
0: It's a camaraderie of, 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 of people coming together and even supporting businesses and having money flowing within the community. You know, if if that part we was able to do that alone then and, and be able to do that, then we can be able to, I think, bridge a lot of relationships. Yeah. Because it will force us to, one, if I'm supporting your business, I have to interact with you. And I think a lot of times we don't interact with each other. We're so busy trying to, we just pass each other versus being able to learn how to interact with each other. We're always looking for flaws in each other, us. But, but with everybody else, though, we're very passive, forgiving. We, we're critical with ourselves. We're the most critical with ourselves and we're the most passive outside of ourselves.
1: Yeah. And that doesn't make
0: any fucking sense to me.
1: Wow. I, Meanwhile, they're thriving in, in ways that, like, I I love the fact that in in, in white neighborhoods and Spanish neighborhoods and... In, in in Asian neighborhood, if if, if Ted and them down the street is a dentist, everybody that grew up to, with us, everybody that knows us, goes to Ted for our teeth. They're going straight to Ted. Ted is the only one that's allowed to do anything for us, you know, in the dentistry in most cases.
0: In most cases, they're going to support Ted, and then Ted's going to be more of a family friend. Mm-hmm. They're going to trust Ted, Special Ted got a, a, a resume that showed that he know what he's doing. Mm-hmm. They're going to go straight to Ted. That's what Ted does. That's what Ted does.
1: And guess what? We're going to Ted. Yeah. Ted been doing it.
0: Everybody
1: here go there. We're going to Ted. And you can hear about somebody that got cheaper prices and maybe more convenient for your schedule, mm-hmm. now we go to Ted. We're going straight to Ted. Why wow, Ted been dealing with my mom, my mom's mom, that
0: that was my neighbor's mom, that that was my neighbor's kids. And they now could, his son. His son doing now it. Now we
1: going to Ted's and son. Then, and
0: then, yeah, yeah, that's true. And that's yeah. another thing. Now now Ted finally retired, but his son's took over the practice. They got a family practice. They got two of them in there. And mm-hmm. that's the thing, too, that we we got a slow start on that part yeah. of learning how to... And we got businesses of being able but instead of just letting it be the business be about you, by passing that business on, making that generational business, yeah. that gener- generating that generational wealth. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We haven't gotten to that point where a lot of races have been doing that for
1: years, hundreds of years. And we loyal. We fall in line just like them. Like when I was growing up, there was a dude named Mr. Isaac. Mr. Isaac had a sandwich shop, burgers joint around the corner from where my, my grandma's house was. We For those years, I can rem- I can count on one hand how many times we pulled up to like a McDonald's or something. It was like, nah, Mr. Isaac around the corner, we can go to Mr. Isaac when we get there. Mr. Isaac had the uh, the restaurant and he started buying houses in that community. My grandma rented a house from him mm-hmm. um, when cousins and everybody was like, okay, let's see what Mr. Isaac got because he know us. Yeah. So he know, you know, he can vouch for us when we want to uh, move into his career. We ain't got to go through all that strenuous credit checking mm-hmm. and all of that. Mm-hmm. So we'll rent from him mm-hmm. that that was our guy. That was it. That was our guy. Just like they are in their own communities. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But when, when it's, when it's Jerome Johnson mm-hmm. that you've known all your life doing the same thing Mr. Isaac done, you know what you're going to do? I can go buy my own houses. I can go get my own burger restaurant, sandwich shop. I can go do everything he's doing. I don't want to support that. You have zero interest in those areas, but simply because you know you knew him, you want to get into that same lane with him instead of being supportive. Like you can do things that, are like, kind of, if 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 you got a burger joint, I'm. Let me see if I can distribute frozen fries to you. Let me just see if I can distribute like. Like, maybe get a truck Mm -hmm. so I can deliver your Mm -hmm. stuff. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Start a company doing that. We build. Just like in them other communities, we keep building Like in Tulsa, where
0: they had a whole bunch of different different variety of black businesses. Nobody did the the same same, exact thing. You had a bus business. You had an airport. You had this. You had that. You had all these things going on. And it made it where everybody was able to eat. Yeah, you know, and it's nothing wrong with a person want to have those same ambitions. And genuinely, that's what you want to do. Genuinely, yeah. but if you're doing it out of spite, then that's when you see the cutthroat and, and the bullshit that comes along with it. Because
1: now it's more of a desperation versus you genuinely trying. Or jealousy. To, a jealousy. And 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 you, those things are visible in other communities because they they have an exolved patriarchy. In our community, you know, we 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 are uh, matriarch led, you know, and and women tend to lead by emotions anyway. So without the structure of a man present in that community, a lot of things aren't structured. There's no structure. Like if 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 Ted, if, if Jerome is a mechanic, no, down the street. You know what homeboy got down the street, Jerome's friend, the one Jerome grew up with? I got a tire shop. Me and Jerome need each other. Yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. You get, know what
0: I mean? I know plenty of tires that I had a it. where they're like, listen, uh, listen, I, I don't set no tires, but I got a guy down the street, and yeah. my man, he he's still good. Yeah. And boom, boom, boom. And, you, and that's how you do it. A but
1: community the thing is, is a,
0: a complete picture. It's a complete picture. And then also, too, one thing I will say that we have to do is make sure that our business is of quality, too. Yeah. That's a standard, yeah. and then not just where we go these businesses. You you don't got shit there. You are always running out of stuff. You always you don't have the the equipment or the things that your competitors have, yeah. and you force your people to have to go outside too. Yeah. So we gotta make sure that when we run these businesses, that we run them in a the proper way mm-hmm. and we're conducting it in a way that that we make sure that we're having people continue to come back and not having people just wanting to leave. Yeah.
1: You got you got to provide the number one uh, thing in business is to provide a need, uh, um, a need and a want for yeah, their product. Yeah, yeah. You gotta you you gotta be you gotta be mindful of the business that you're you're bringing into your community because mm-hmm. it, it has to it has to fill a void. it, it has to be of service to that community. Convenience,
0: I'm like I'm, like for instance, we had a candy lady. I grew up with the candy lady. And and we had a gas station I could have went to that was
1: literally walking this away. This but guess what we all went to? The candy lady. The candy lady had everything that she thought of that we would buy at the uh, at a gas station or the little corner store. She going to try to have it there so you ain't got to leave. And also, previous to what we're going through now, back in those times all the way up until the early 90s, if it was one candy lady in your block, she was the only one.
0: It was just, for the most part, it was only one. Yeah. Yeah, for, for years, it was only one. Everybody
1: came through her house. Yeah,
0: it went to her house. And for me, I felt like it was safer. Yeah. Because the candy lady was an older lady, a matriarch mm-hmm. of the community mm-hmm. that everybody knew
1: yeah.
0: and, and that so? everybody trusted. But she had the respect, too. That was back in the day where people can leave that door unlocked and that no one will take nothing out of it. Sure. I remember growing up in a community where literally my grandma and us would leave our doors unlocked, or if we did leave it unlocked, and it was more of us knocking, no one answered. You may have cracked the door and see if anybody was there. If no one was there, you closed the door and you kept it moving. That was that. You may lock the door just to lock the door behind them.
1: Yeah.
0: And that's just what it was. But that's not that level of integrity no more. That's no, not they that they level of support. The
1: huh? They robbing the
0: candy lady. They robbed the lady. Oh, she got, yeah. I caught her slipping, man. You know, she was walking out. And she taking her money, you know, making a deposit, whatever she may be doing. Let's hit it up. Mm-hmm. Instead, we had the respect of, if we send that candy lady having groceries and stuff, she getting her Trump, we're going to go help her. Hey, Miss Hattie, you, you, you want me to help you with that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let me grab those bags for you. You know, let me do this for you. It was never no disrespect. You never heard that because for one, you were scared if your parents found out the consequences of that. For one, and two, you never thought even just even doing that.
1: Period. No, it wasn't even a thought. It was not even a if somebody thought. Somebody did some crap like that. Be, hey, everybody in the neighborhood on on. Yeah, that was light. That's light. It. That's 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 whole shit. And I'm, I'm still, I'm, you know, having a conversation about that other lady. I can't remember her name. She used to, she's not just a candy lady. She made homemade donuts. What homemade donuts? To this day, done the best donuts I ever had in my life. Oh man, that's a suck. She had homemade glazed donuts. <clears throat> I was, like, boy, we used to wait. She said, "We'll go down there as kids and knock on the door. Your donuts ready yet? They'll be ready in thirty minutes, baby. Come yes, back." The, yeah, and, and, and happy. Happy. Yeah. Those people was
0: happy to serve the community. Mm-hmm. You know, I can remember going up to the lady, the candy lady, and she sold ice cream, too. She was a hustler. Mm. In the summertime, and she Man, we had the ice cream, and she had the cones. It depends on what size cone you wanted. There was yeah. a price. And the, the scoop, and each scoop was a certain amount. Maybe it was 50 cents a scoop. But the point was, you walked away satisfied. Uh-huh. You walked away knowing that you got your money worth. And the penny cookies. And the penny too, man. What made you count penny your cookies? change?
1: Oh, man. man. Them lemon and cherry cookies. Yeah. You? Oh, she was man. so
0: smart, man. This lady was so smart with her business, man. Like... She would have it where she had the off-brand drinks, sodas, and then had the name-brand sodas. The check sodas. The check sodas, man. Just talk to me. She had it. You the can't doctor, burp like
1: you burp like, with a check soda.
0: of all, them damn off-brand sodas hit, sometimes hit harder than the, the name brand. Yeah. Especially the Dr. Thunder and the, and the strawberry sodas and all that stuff. Man, Shot the checks, man.
1: Yeah.
0: And boy, yeah. i don't to tell you another one, too. A lot of people don't remember this one. This was a South thing. RC Cola. Did you oh, ever heard of RC? My granddad
1: worked for them. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, we always had RC Cola in the house at my Yeah, man. House. Yeah. And
0: so, you know, those things, man, and you pay attention to it, it showed they showed you too how to run a business if you paid attention to it too. Yeah. They showed you how to run the business and if you did, if you took care of the people, the people would, would take care of you. Of
1: you. Yeah. And I
0: seen it. I grew up with it. So it ain't impossible for us to be able to do it. We just got to change the narrative and change the mindset. And we got to start to get back to the basics, back to the roots, and learn how to interact and be able to exchange dialogues with each other.
1: Then we can be able to get to the other part. All the way up until the 70s and, and early 80s, we were like the most thriving communities in America. Most thriving. The money was there. The community was there. Like, we we had it going on for a minute. And then we started letting the war get involved, like them taking our men out of the household that way, and cause mass incarceration, the educational system. Once you took the father out of the house, it was easy for them to call you in, a, in the principal office and be like, like yo, yo, your kid having such and such problems, we can give him a pill. And not only do they get a pill to help you deal with them better so they'll be all lethargic all day in your house, uh, we can we can probably get you a check, and then and then the once court. they hear check, yeah.
0: yeah oh it. oh yeah, because you know why? Because that now that single mom needs that money, yeah, and she's desperate. Yeah. And she's gonna take that that the handout, not realizing the ramifications of now what's going to happen down the road. Because now he's taking that pill
1: yeah. every single. And, And a kid that was probably just a little little extra Mm rambunctious in class and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Now, in his mind, something's wrong with him. And if you create mm -hmm. this this, this, uh, uh, this thing in me where I don't feel like I'm enough, or I'm not smart enough, or I'll never be enough, the only thing I got left is the streets. And from the streets, they take us to prison. Yeah, man, and that's how they
0: get you, man. And th- then when the father's not involved, then the parent's not being able to be involved with their children with their school either. I'm hands-on with my children with school. And I go to any conference, any one they ones ha- we have.
1: Throw that PSA out there. Eh, eh. Throw,
0: that, that? throw that PSA out there. <laughs> yeah, man, as, listen, a father, as a father, go to, to the do, school. Go to the school. You need to because they're looking forward. Because here's the reason why Show they pay. for
1: Parent Teacher Day.
0: Because they pay attention to that. Yeah. The teachers pay attention to that. I know teachers that are in the field who have stated and, and will have conversations, teachers amongst each other having conversations about what parent was there, what parents is not there, and they know it. Mm-hmm. And if they have and they see if they if they see that you don't care, then most teachers they ain't gonna care either. Mm-hmm. Well I'm gonna care about goddamn, you know what I'm saying, Marcus, and if you don't care, you don't never show up. I've called your phone, I've left voicemails, you don't return my stuff. You don't. You don't I, I've sent there. you. I've sent emails to you stating that we got a conference. We having a one on one, an open house, and you have not showed up. Little Johnny don't have the supplies. Uh-huh. Little Johnny's not there. And but when you're present, and you're there, and you're involved, and you're there, the teachers know. I gotta make sure I'm on my shit with him. I gotta make sure that I'm treating him with respect. I'm being fair with him because I know if not, his parents are gonna show up. They know this. Uh-huh. I went to a conference <clears throat> with my child.
1: And um, I remember. On, I, huh? You can count on one hand. I'm, I, black I'm gonna man. tell you this. It's,
0: I'm gonna tell you how deep it is. I went to the conference and the teacher was there and she had been sitting there and the classroom was empty. And I stated, you know, she looked like she was tired. And I made her mention, like, man, you know, you look like you know, lucky you had a long day. You know, it's probably been busy for you. She like, you're like the third parent that I've seen today that's came up here regarding this for open house. And I said, wow. The third parent. Mm -hmm. So that lets you know that there's a lot of parents out there who are really not involved with their children and who are looking at the school system as a babysitting tool, as a daycare. And it's not no daycare. Uh -uh. It is not a daycare. And we got to stop letting the system be a daycare for our children and start taking and making the sacrifices of being there. That means that we're required to use extra time and extra energy, so what? It's worth it. Yeah. You have to make the investment. You still Your children, the first
1: teacher of your child. Yeah,
0: your te- your children is your investment. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you can't get mad at them when you you were a piss poor parent, and then you in your older years, and they don't want to help you. Don't don't know how to help you. Mm Yeah. Don't have the resources to. Mm-mm. Don't have the wherewithal to even mm-hmm. put that in. You know, like nah. no, no, nah, no. I supposed to take care of you. No. Nigga, you need to take care do. of me. Right. So. That, that was a, Yeah, that was a good good little conversation. man. It? Yeah, man. That you was good. You threw a lot of meat out there. Uh, y'all let us know what y'all think about it, man. Absolutely, let man. Let us know what y'all think. My hashtag cut different. On all platforms, social media, and streaming services. We're there. Let us know what y'all think. You could have mm-hmm. been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us. Yes, sir. These are our two cents. Spin them, them a save them. them. Yeah, yeah. Peace.